up, my freelancers and creatives? This is Nathan, and welcome to Traffic Talk. Traffic Talk is where you have questions and I give you answers all while driving on my daily commute. So as you saw from the title card, and for those who don't know, this episode pretty much is going to be about value-based pricing. Somebody is wondering um, if they should charge a certain price because they know how much money this is saving the company. So they're hoping they can charge a higher rate for the money that they're saving the company. So let's dive into that and uncover a little bit of more context with this question. So the question says, charging based on value to customer versus cost of development. And here's some context. I'm in the process of negotiating my first contract and I'm in a position where I can develop a technology that I came up and pitched to the CEO that doesn't exist, but we would be saving the company thousands of dollars a week. How common is it to charge someone based on the value of the product versus the cost of development? How do you price a contract for a product that continues to grow in value over time? My instincts say to ask for a lot of money relative to development cost, but it's very intimidating to do so for my lack of freelance experience slash independent contractor experience. So again, um, I mentioned in earlier and I alluded to something called value-based pricing. And as it pertains to value-based pricing, I actually did a three-part episode series on the Freelance Jumpstart TV podcast. I did three episodes in a row diving into value-based pricing and giving an example of uh, what value-based pricing is and how to use it and come up with it. Value-based pricing is a process um, it's not really something you can just jump into because you have to do a good job of setting things up in the beginning. And what I mean by that is knowing certain information in the beginning, such as uh, the company's revenue goals, how much things cost the company. Um, like you mentioned in your question, how much you would save in terms of money for the company, so on and so forth. So there's some context of what you would need to set up value-based pricing properly however what you alluded to it looks like you have um, some of the makings of value-based pricing and value-based pricing is very common um, whether you believe it or not for example <laughs> a lot of times you go to the doctor and when you go to the doctor you know sometimes they charge you for a doctor's visit and then there's different tests or procedures that they do um, and then you get a bill in the mail that's value-based pricing because you probably saw the doctor for 15 minutes but they charged you a huge amount. And some people always get mad at doctors and they say, you know, what a crazy exorbitant amount. However, what's the trade-off? Because really, your health and your life is priceless. So all of their pricing is value-based. It could be higher, it could be lower, but they're like, hey, I'm providing you a service. You know, if you want, do it yourself. But you don't have the expertise. so you pay them the amount. Uh, another value-based price that tends to happen a lot is lawyers. Lawyers tend to have an hourly fee that ha happens to be very high, but that's also value-based you know, pricing. When you dive into how long it takes them to do research or how long it takes them to defend you, really, it doesn't add up. Um, really, you're paying for their knowledge and their expertise to discern the law to keep you um, out of prison 
uh, to keep you from paying a hefty fine, so on and so forth. I mean, what's $20,000 if you get to keep your freedom and not go to jail? That's value-based pricing, right? So value-based pricing already exists in many different realms as it pertains to web development. And even with me, web design, I'm also interested in value-based pricing. But again, the key to value-based pricing is anchoring that to a price of what they will either save or the money that they are going to make. And you already mentioned that you're going to save them money. So there you go. Um, With value-based pricing, you have to remember you can't charge them more than what they're going to save. Otherwise, they will not understand what you're really doing for them. So if you're saving them $12,000, it makes sense for you to charge $10,000 and then they just get more money in perpetuity. Um, So to directly answer your question, I would say this. The example I just gave, $10,000, if that's what it really would save them, if it was $10,000, I think I said 12 earlier. If it really would save them $12,000, you can charge $8,000, $9,000, $10,000. That's what you would charge and that's it in terms of value-based pricing. You also alluded to that going forward, they would probably make money off of what you've done and the value of what you created will grow over time. This is something related to value-based pricing that is separate. If you're developing something that's custom, you need to be paid for the development work up front. However, there needs to be a monthly retainer introduced so that you can maintain you know the code based or whatever it is that you're developing for them there needs to be a retainer or a monthly fee introduced and you're going to you know do maintenance on this you're going to do upgrades you're going to keep it going whatever it may be but you need to introduce that as well so what it looks like to me is the base price is value-based pricing and you know you're pricing that based upon what you're saving them or the money you're making them and secondarily the retainer is the monthly fee which may capture how much future value the product may have so present that option i mean straight up you know uh, present that option Um, and you can even present it in a proposal that looks like such one option is i do the work for you and you know and you price it based on value-based pricing and that's it that's it you know uh, the second option is I will do value-based pricing I'll do the development work however there is a monthly fee and you will do a great job of upkeeping the software any questions that they have any upgrades uh, any future integrations you'll do that as well and then they need to choose do they want the monthly protection or insurance that you offer or Um, Do they strictly just want to pay for it? Uh, More than likely, you can tell them a recommendation. You can say, I would recommend that you go in this direction and choose the monthly retainer because it protects you. And then you can introduce a third option. You could say, um, here is the base price, you know, with value-based pricing, and I'll do all of the work. However, You know, I recognize that um, you may need upgrades. So here's everything and you can pay me on a 
you can just change up the billing cycle. Maybe it's yearly. So you get a lump sum of money up front, but you have to work for a year. Uh, maybe it's weekly, right? Pay me every week. And if there's a certain week you don't need me, don't pay me. So you have the freedom to do uh, whatever it is you'd like to do, and you can mix it up and present whatever option you feel best to your specific situation. Um, however, you definitely have to remember at the end of the day, um, you have to communicate the value that you're bringing and the importance that you're bringing and you have to capture that you know so that's what this is really all about but yeah for sure you can definitely use value-based pricing as i mentioned i'll link to all the content that i have uh, another person who does a great job describing value-based pricing is uh, brennan dunn brennan dunn is over at doubleyourfreelancing.com and he does a great job of describing that as well and and what he really talks about is same thing value-based pricing um, the makings of it uh, another great resource is art of value um, with Kurt Bowman um, the art of value is a podcast and he has a website where they dive into that very same thing and he deals with uh, development and contracts similar to what you just mentioned there's a scope of work the scope of work is going to make money or save money and they price accordingly right um, I mentioned this on a previous episode, but I'll mention this on this one as well. You know, there's no need to get nervous about, I hope I charge the right thing. Really, this is all just decisions that the clients need to make, and you're guiding their decision. The best decision is to go with you, because regardless of if you use value-based pricing or not, they're going to save money. And you're just going to show math to prove and help show they, they are really going to save money if they were to use you and move forward with you. So regardless of that fact, you know, that's something that you need to help them see. But secondarily, it's their decision. It's best for them to go with you. And, you know, you're not really trying to cheat them. All the times value-based pricing has worked for me in my life, I had to communicate to somebody, hey, I'm not trying to make as much money off of you as I want. I really want you to be successful and I am going to be a partner in your success and I want to make sure you make money. I'm not here to take money. I'm here to help you make money or in your case, you're here to help them save money. And once they see that, once they believe that, once they actually trust you, they'll pay the amount. They'll pay the amount because they see you're not just trying to overcharge them like a used car salesman if there's any used car salesman uh, listening I wasn't trying to diss you I'm just trying to say um, we've all been to those car lots where they are just trying to make money off of us but that's not the approach we're taking you're taking the approach of you're genuinely trying to help them and you want their company to be successful them not being successful doesn't help your portfolio right so you want them to be successful and you want to help them achieve that any way you can so i'm almost at my destination so thank you for taking the time to check out this episode i greatly appreciate it um, as always you know you can get me any question that you have that you want to feature on traffic talk so if you're watching on youtube leave a comment maybe the comment is a question you want to hear answered or clarified on this subject if it's not that maybe you uh, want to contact me directly you can go to nathanalote.com n-a-t-h-a-n-a-l-l-o-t-e-y you go to nathanalote.com click on podcast you'll see traffic talk 
you can submit a question that way or reach out to me on social media however you want to get it to me ask, ask me the question I'll answer it and you know maybe feature it on the show either way my goal with this is I'm sitting in traffic anyway I might as well help out as many people as I can by providing value as I mentioned thank you for checking out this episode and I will catch you in the next one see ya